Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tonight, Speaker of Parliament gives all clear to MPP national executives to proceed to initiate leadership shakeup as he rules political parties must lead the process of selecting new leaders in the House. The party is still in control, and the party will lead the process to designate or appoint the leaders of the caucuses in the House. So if you disagree with me, you proceed to court. But Deputy Speaker Joshua Usu disagrees. This group, the parliamentary group, must recognize the of the party, which can and must take decisions regarding its leadership. The parliamentary wing is a wing of the party. In deciding who will lead them, it should be left to the parliamentary wing of the party. 
We are live in Parliament with the latest as an important urgent meeting gets underway uh, between the leadership of the MPP, the President and key members of the majority side in an attempt to resolve the ampus that has erupted over the impending reshuffle in Parliament. When is it was just yesterday that the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Joe Osowusu, stirred controversy, declaring that his political party, the governing MPP, cannot have a say in who leads the party's MPs in Parliament. Which constitution? The MPP's constitution. That regulates MPP. Parliament of That's Ghana right. has adopted standing orders which places the selection and change of the hands of the caucus and not anybody outside Parliament. He was responding to reports that a shake-up in the majority leadership in Parliament was imminent. In the matter, though, uh, that it was later, we know, was scheduled as part of the agenda for the National Executive Committee meeting on Monday. Well, today, the Speaker of Parliament, Abam Babin, has shut down any talk of excluding the political parties in the selection of parliamentary leaders. Now, he delivered a ruling today declaring that, in fact, the political parties must control the process. You come on the ticket party and to appoint your leader, the party must lead that process. I don't know how you can do it without the party. If we have to do that, please, you know, at this stage of our parties, this will be controlled by some PR interests. But there are constitutional provisions, including legislative provisions, that bind parties and compel parties to be national in character. And so the face of the party, which is usually the leadership of the caucus, matter national character. If you leave it to the caucus alone, you are likely to face challenges. So I am not really in support of interpretations talking about like is the members of the caucus that should designate. It's not about elect. The members of the caucus should appoint the leader or leaders of their caucus. And so it's a matter that I will come out with a written reason for this house. But in the meantime, this is the position of the speaker. And I do so under the same standing orders, where there's a doubt. It's the speaker's opinion that prevails. Anybody that disagrees with that, you have, you have your front to proceed to the proper venue to contest my opinion. And that is standing order five. It says, subject to the provisions of the Constitution and any other enactment, where there is doubt, these orders shall be interpreted by Mr. Speaker. As I said, subject to the provisions of the Constitution and any other enactment. So if you disagree with me, you proceed to court. 
and then get that change. But as at now, this is binding on all of you and the parties. So there should not be any confusion. There should not be any confusion at all. The party is still in control and the party will lead the process to designate or appoint the leaders of the caucuses in the house. With this, Let's go to Parliament now. Let's bring in uh, my parliamentary correspondent, Kwekwa Santi Kweku. What has been the reaction to this? Well, the first deputy speaker, Joseph Oseusu, who stirred the controversy yesterday, clearly did not agree with the speaker. He was on his feet immediately, the speaker um, finished delivering his ruling and made his point clear that the party in Parliament is a wing of the mother party. And just like the party allows the youth wing or the women's wing to select their leaders, it is in that same vein that a new standing order, in his opinion, allows the, the party in parliament to make that changes. Whilst he was speaking, the Speaker of Parliament interjected him and said, well, listen, this is my ruling. If you disagree, you know where to go. The Speaker, it appeared to me that in interpreting, in, in interpreting the parliamentary portion, we haven't taken a look at the various wings of the other parties. If it to the NPP, for example, we have what we call the women's wing, the youth when it comes to selecting leaders of the youth week, the party says, the youth, you go and decide. And they select their leaders. When it comes to the women's wing, they say, the women, you go and decide. And they select their leaders. So I am not aware of any parliament where what the outside parliament select leaders for the parliament. I think in interpreting the standing orders and the constitution, this group, the parliamentary group, must be recognized as of the party which can and must take decisions regarding its leadership. It doesn't mean that the party has no role. The wing, the parliamentary wing, is a wing of the party. And in deciding who will lead them, it should be left to the party, the parliamentary wing of the party, in consultation with whoever, to decide who their leaders must be. We should not continue to have a situation where a body outside parliament, often without consultation, often without any indication whatsoever, just announce that leadership. I'm offering this as an alternative interpretation. Of it's not, it's not, Thank it's you. not. You are using the same words. You are only placing emphasis on a different process than mine. But there is no difference. I place emphasis on the role of the party. Yes. And I thought that I use the word a party should lead. You are suggesting that it's rather the members of the caucus that should lead. That's what you are proposing. And quickly, we also got a bit more uh, be the reasoning behind this particular re uh, d d ruling that was delivered today. That apparently the political parties have been in touch. They're already objecting to this new standing orders. Yes, Evans. In fact, apart from the fact that some minority MPs waded into that controversial issue on the floor that prompted the Speaker to deliver this ruling, it was also emphatic that the political parties contest the understanding that has been put on the new standing orders by certain persons on this matter. And that he's even aware that the NPP are meeting on this issue this evening. Listen to the speaker. But what I picked from both parties 
Actually, these are not rumors. I pick from both parties, both the New Patriotic Party and the National Democratic Congress, is that this change by leaving out the parties and party in the definition of only the leader. We haven't talked about leader. We talked about only the leader has confused the parties. And both parties have discussed this already. And I know the parties are still having uh, it as business uh, to be discussed. And I know the New Patriotic Party will continue that discussion today. And as Speaker, this is my position. And shortly, I'll be bringing you exclusive details from that meeting the Speaker refers to that we understand uh, is just about getting underway. Uh, and that will be between the party's national executives. I'm talking about the MPP, the president himself, and some uh, the leadership of the majority side uh, in parliament. I, I want to bring in now lawyer and MP for Buako South, uh, Samuel Atacha, who joins us right now on the line. Mr. Atacha, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Yes, my pleasure as always. Where do you stand on this debate? Well, there's a new standing order that should govern the way we run the affairs of Parliament. And if you if you pay regard to that, saying that it is the caucus that will elect their, um, their leader. I'm tempted to believe that if that is the position, the caucus will also have reference to um, um, what the party will say concerning those they want to fail for leadership. And the party also look at it, and in that kind of um, um, understanding, we we'll have clear-cut situation of who the leader should be. But what I believe will be wrong by your, by any kind of political permutation is that the party is right to ride roughshod the um, will of the uh, caucus in parliament. Understand? Then that would be very divisive because if you force people on on the caucus, then how would they function? The one who is going to become the leader should command the respect of the caucus. So I think um, when it comes to the new standing of this, the, the role of the party is subordinated to um, um, the, the caucus. And what should happen is that if they want to do proper engagement, they always want to say that, well, this is what we want to do. And then they also bring their input. Then they can arrive at a decision which is good for the parliamentary party. But to say that you are just outside the parliament and you want to detect who should be the leaders would be so divisive. It's not going to bring about a cohesion in the caucus and, and it will not help. You heard the speaker today. His ruling is that the parties must lead the process. you agree? I disagree. Yeah, because you see, then he is, all, he is not paying regard to very standing orders that, according to him, is functional now since January. I disagree totally with the speaker. Yeah. Yeah, because if the standing orders have no consequence in terms of meaning and effect, then what are we doing in the parliament? The new standing orders are clear that it is a caucus that will, will elect their leaders. But I'm tempted to believe that in every scenario, if it's a parliamentary, I mean, a, a, a party, then the leaders, uh, what the caucus is attempting to do, they'll make it referable to the party. I don't see the party detecting to 
the parliament as to who should be the leader of the caucus in terms of the standing orders. Isn't it a question of interpretation? And he says he's going to deliver reasoned judgment on this where he explains it and that his view is final. Indeed, the standing orders gives him that authority to do so and that his interpretation is what you've had there. And when he delivers it, in reading and interpreting that clause you just recited, it will mean that it has to be done with the party leading and initiating. Well, I don't know any interpretation he wants to put on the matter which will sin against the very standing orders that we put together. You understand? Because the, the terms of the standing orders are very clear as to how you get the leaders of a caucus. So what kind of extra interpretation do you want to put on it? But whatever it is, I, do, I believe that we should pay regard to um, what the standing orders are saying. And I believe that in a political milieu, it will be only proper that the caucus will also I mean, uh, make some of their decisions referable to the party. But to say that uh, the members of parliament can sit down, quiet, and then it's rather the party trying to force leaders on them, I'm afraid that'll be too divisive. Yeah, that'll be, it, it might not even work. What if the rest of the caucus are saying that the people are trying to force on us, we don't like them? And you destroy the face of the caucus totally. So it doesn't even occur with common sense that somebody will force leaders on the parliamentary caucus. They, they, sh- they can make a good decision. By making decisions because we're a parliamentary party, you always have to make it referable to um, your people. Uh, this is what we want to do. But it shouldn't be the other way around. Is somebody forcing new leaders on you lot on the majority side? Well, that is what, that is what I mean, has brought about this brohaha. Yes, as if, as if some people are just trying to say that these are the new leaders. That's my sense of it. Because yesterday, the press conference was about that. Whether it's real or imagined, um, you could see that some people wanted to stamp the authority strong. That shouldn't be so. And who might that, that be? That was the meaning of the press conference, if I understand it well. Yeah, and who might that be? Who, who is it that is attempting to impose on you new leaders? Well, it's not so clear to us who is trying to do it. And, and I'm hearing also that it's not the party's wish to go ahead with that. So let's see if it's even an imaginary thing or a mirage that we're trying to pursue. They wanted to sound very early that this is the state of affairs and they can't stand by for anybody to force. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The speaker gave us a sense today on, on what his written ruling will be, and he, he quotes the clause that you cited that, that says, quote, minority leader means a member of parliament designated by the minority caucus as your leader in the house. And so that that is very clear. That leader is designated by the minority caucus. Now, if you go to the Minority caucus, he then brings that definition into play and says, Minority caucus means, quote, members of the party or parties that have the second largest number. And he places emphasis on the parties. He says, You are there because the parties took you there. And so, how can you say that you are appointing the leader without recourse to the party? Well, whatever interpretation you want to place on it, what you've just read never said that when. A party should assemble members of parliament. You know, understand? It's a party that tells the caucus who should be a leader. Right? You can't, you can't glean that interpretation from that at all. But I'm saying that for decency's sake and, and trying to do things that will help everybody, the majority can decide that these are the individuals who lead us. And then they'll, they'll present it to the uh, parliamentary um, uh, the party. And if they have any input, they can say so. But what I'm saying is that I can't envisage a situation in which the party will force uh, leaders on a caucus. It will be very dangerous for a smooth operational situation for uh, parliamentary work. Now, you've indicated that you disagree with the speaker. Joe Sousu was on his feet saying he also disagreed. But the speaker is clear that this is his ruling and all will abide by it. He says he's going to come with a written version of this and that if you disagree... You should go to court. Well, well, should we go there? Uh, if, if that's what he wants, we know what to do. But I, I'm telling you that uh, any kind of ruling which will have the effect that um, the leadership of the uh, uh, parliament uh, can be at the dictatorial uh, wishes of the party will not even be good for the party. What if all the people you want to list as leaders are not um, accepted by the party. What do you do? Uh, by, by, the, by the parliamentary caucus, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? It will be very dysfunctional caucus if they reject their leaders being forced to appoint them. I think that accords with common sense. And, and very quickly, surely you do not disagree that in making this decision about who leads you, either on your side or on the other side, you must bring in the party. The party must be consulted. 
And you Why cannot not? do it alone. But that, that consultation is not dictatorial. You, see, you get the point. The party wants the caucus to be very functional and strong. And therefore, a detective of any cry or he or cry will, will, not, will not help the party. You understand? If, if you bring leaders that the caucus uh, does not accept, I mean, how, how is he going to help the, 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 the function of um, the caucus in parliament? Mm. That is not my problem. Consultation, 100% is right. But dictatorial, divisive, it won't work. Someone touch on, thank you very much. His MP for Ibuaka South and a lawyer as well, uh, giving us his take on the ruling delivered by the Speaker today. And the Speaker also hinted that there's a meeting later today amongst the NPP executives. We, we understand that the President will also be part of this whole conversation with the leadership of the majority side. My colleague Elton Brobe with the political desk has been working his sources as far as that meeting is concerned. Elton, what more do we know? Well, what we know is that this one is always the same template. Is that what you mean? Before even the MVP, the Parliament will the President, engaging members of the party, members of the Council of Elders, the National Executive Committee of the party, so people like Atman Rose, Atman, the National Chair, together with the Executive, and not only the members of the party are already invited to discuss the way forward. And what I'm picking up is that the decision to effect changes in the front bench of the NPP majority was part of the broader consultation that birthed the reshuffle of ministers and that party was going to be led. And that the party has always been in support of a reshuffle of the majority leadership. And it was not going to be a wholesale reshuffle. It was rather going to be a reshuffle that was only going to affect the leader of the of, of, of the of the caucus in parliament because a new assignment was going to be given him now it's unclear whether that new assignment has been stepped down the reason why there's this talk within the caucus but what up is that at the end of this meeting there'll be clarity on the way forward but a lot of them appear to favor a change in the parliamentary leadership as of now Evans. a lot happening uh, tonight on this particular matter but what is clear is that there's still a push for this change to happen, this shake-up. Exactly, there's still a push. And for what I'm picking, even though the standing orders of parliament are quite clear, that the caucus appears to have the ultimate hand in terms of deciding who should lead them, and that this can also be done with the blessing of the party. But even before getting to this controversy, the party had ready the to go with changes in the in the front leadership. And indeed, the names that we heard even before this matter became a turning issue are names that appear to have been accepted by the caucus in parliament. And therefore, there's this element of surprise introduced into this whole conversation where a section of the view that they will resist any attempt to effect any change. It's the fact that Jose Jemen Saboto, the current majority leader of parliament, was not included in the ministerial shuffle because we were told that he was he had been pressured to take over the foreign affairs ministry. It didn't happen. Is it is it is it is it based on that that this matter is becoming an issue? These are the continuation that I'm told uh, people are working on to try and bring some finality to it. But the party's positions they appear to favor a change in the leadership because the the the, the, the thinking is that there's some freshness.
as they go into the 2024 election. Mm. And yeah. the, the criteria is used to, 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 to do the ministerial response. Well, it's the same criteria that was adopted in deciding how the front bench will look like. Mm. And, and this meeting tonight will be very interesting indeed. We are keeping a close eye on that uh, and we'll bring you what we know as and when we learn more. I want to bring in right now Kofi Adams, his MP for Boem, uh, on the minority side, joins us with his thoughts uh, on this uh, very uh, intriguing conversation that the speaker today uh, started with his ruling. Mr. Adams, do, do, where do you stand on this debate? The speaker's ruling is very clear. The parties must lead the process. You you had your own experience when the leadership was changed. It, it caused quite an uproar. Do you agree with the speaker or disagree with him? Good evening and thanks for the opportunity, Vance. I think I clearly will be much more tilted towards the position of the speaker because even our national constitution is very clear that when elected as a member of parliament on the ticket of a political party you cannot decide to become independent while still serving as a member of parliament who was elected on the party's ticket so in doing so the party will therefore be interested in how its caucus in parliament is rallied. And so the party will have to have a role to play in deciding the leadership. The old standing orders, which have just been replaced on the 2nd of January 2024, gave that right of deciding leadership to the party only. And the party could actually decide and just informed the caucus. But that has been cleaned up in these new standing orders where strength is given to the caucus in parliament. But the caucus in parliament is not exclusive of the party. The caucus in parliament cannot stand exclusive of the party. But the party can act if strength is given to the party as was done in the old standing orders, the party can act and only inform the caucus. So these new standing orders only made it possible for the caucus to be deeply involved and be engaged. So the speaker's ruling was only to serve as a guide based on conversation that began yesterday, yeah. as if the party would have no role at all. So, so but, 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 but on the subject of who leads the process, the speaker says the parties must lead. You agree? Sure. The party will have to propose it. But the caucus will must have a say in in completing the, the proposals from, from the party. Okay. Uh, Ms. Adams, stay with me. Let me quickly bring in Dr. Rashid Rahman into this conversation also. Yesterday, he was very clear that this is something that must change. And he was looking to the standing orders, the new standing orders as a solution uh, to this problem. Uh, now the speaker says he has rendered an interpretation of this, which brings in the parties as the leaders in initiating the changes. Uh, Dr. Draman, uh, the executive director of the Africa Center for Parliamentary Affairs, where do you stand on that question then? Now that you've heard the speaker, you were hoping that the standing orders will fix the problem. His interpretation now brings the matter squarely within the domain of the parties. No, I mean, not not really so. I, I, I think that, um, Evans, at the end of the day, uh, like we, we said yesterday, the party, so long as we continue to have people representing uh, constituencies, uh, 
uh, and representing parties in parliament, the party would always have a say. But I think that what is worrying is this whole idea of imposition from party headquarters on a caucus that is supposed to be there to be practicing uh, what is uh, what are the key tenets of democracy, transparency, accountability, and inclusion in decision-making. So I think the speaker's ruling today, and I've listened to him, I've listened to the counter from the second deputy speaker, and I think the emphasis on the, 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 the fact that I think the, the, the caucus should have a say in who leads them, I think for me is uh, where where we need to. Who, who has the final say, though? Who has Sorry? the final say in this process? The speaker says the parties must lead. Those were his words. Who has the final uh, say? Well, I mean, I I don't think uh, there should be a situation where somebody has a final say. The two should have a final say. I mean, they should they should agree to disagree, and then at the end of the day, everybody is in that that uh, I mean, involved in that process and consultation has taken place, and then at least uh, the outcome would not be one that will create all this confusion that we are we are all trying to to I mean to find answers to. And, and Miss Adam, very briefly, uh, now that we've had the speaker's verdict on this and it's going to come with a rating version, does that put this to bed for you? Uh, with clarity, do you now have clarity on how to interpret that new clause in, a, in the standing orders? Well, I think there's clarity because Evans, the example the first deputy speaker gave of women's wing and youth wing. The women's wing or youth wing don't just get up to elect their own leaders. The party set the rules, set the process, go through vetting, even indicate who qualifies and who doesn't qualify through all those processes. So the party is always involved in the selection of leadership of what he defined as the wings, like women's wing or youth wing. The youth wing don't set their own rules. The youth wing don't set their own conditions. The youth wing don't vet themselves. The women's wing don't vet themselves. They don't set their own rules. So the same will apply to the parliamentary caucus. I believe the involvement of members is okay. Uh, thank you very much. That there is uh, Kofi Adams uh, speaking to us about that debate in Parliament. We wait to see what the Speaker will include in his writing. Uh, ruling on the subject, 055 is the line you want to hop on and share your thoughts with us here on Joy 99.7 FM.